Oh, hello. Hello. I'm Mark Pikert. And I'm Casey Howe. And you are watching a very special episode of Shocking Lurid Tawdry, A History of American Scandals, where we are going deep into FX's new series, Impeachment, American Crime Story. Yes. This is our way of covering um, the scandal that we keep saying we're not covering. This is our way of doing it. <laughs> I, you know what? It's for that sweet, sweet SEO, honestly. Also, <laughs> because Which we're not I feel- above. We're not about. No, no one should no. be. It's no, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, I also knew that we would have a lot of opinions about this particular case and also the particular pedigree with which this show arrives on TV. Very true. Very true. So, oh, also, quick side note: yes. Did you know okay. that despite FX being on Hulu and them having that whole partnership, oh, Hulu yeah, you subscribers will not yeah. be able to watch Impeachment because mm-hmm. of a Netflix yeah. deal. Because of a Netflix deal? How, what does that have to do with Netflix? Because Netflix of the makers? got the rights. Netflix got the rights back in the day to all of the American crime stories. So their oh. deal for that predates FX and Hulu and Fox and ABC and Disney. Really? I was wondering that because I logged on this morning to watch the episode and I was like, Without commercials. Without commercials and you can't do it. Well, it says if you have a live TV subscription you to Hulu, you can. But if you don't, then you can't watch it. And I was like, oh, maybe you watch it the next day. But I knew we were doing this. So I am so old that I still have cable. And um, I just logged on to my on demand on the spectrum and watched it there. So, so does that work. mean that you could you fast forward through the commercials? No, they make you watch the commercials. Oh. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If but I had to watch Kevin Hart screaming about whatever the fuck he was screaming about. Oh my gosh. I got different commercials. Oh, I didn't, I didn't have Kevin Hart once, but although uh, maybe it's just my demographic, maybe like, because I'm in Manhattan and yeah. you're in Queen. I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot. <laughs> that seems I, racist. I know. No, no, I was just, Oh, I didn't even put the two and two together with Kevin Hart. I was just thinking different commercials. You know what? No, I wouldn't I got put a lot for spectrum, like prescri- though. I know. I've got a lot of like Dunkin' Donuts and prescription drugs. So whatever that says about Manhattan. <laughs> well, I got I got a quick vaping commercial that was so awful. I thought it was a spoof. <laughs> Why was it so bad? Oh, it's this woman saying... I had to quit vaping because I'm a professional singer songwriter and you have to be hundred percent ready to perform at any given time. And then it cuts to her like plinking a tune out on her piano and crooning to herself. And I thought it was what? for a new FX like comedy series. I did That's, not that know sounds that sounds better. That's crazy. And oh my gosh. Then it's part of the quit campaign. And there's a whole, I obviously did a deep dive into this later. And there's a whole like seven minute video with her and a bunch of other people who decided to quit simultaneously and film it. I can't imagine anything they, more excruciating. Do you think that like they just ex- decided to like do it themselves? They were just like, you know what? The six of us, we're going to make a commercial and we're going to change the world. Honestly, potentially that be the FX comedy series. <laughs> Give me that satire. Instead, what did we get from FX? Only murder. Well, and and only murders in the building, but that's not for this. No, that's episode. Hulu. So back to, oh, that's Hulu. Sorry, I was still back to the Hulu. You're right, the Hulu. Yes. <sighs> Although I am watching that. That's another episode. Me too. We same thing. Same thing. Okay, we don't have time. One thing at a time. Um, Stay focused. 
so impeachment american crime story is the yes. third installment of the american crime story correct uh franchise after correct. people versus oj and uh versace right and it is for me it is so obviously trying to replicate the success of oj simpson by taking a very well-worn story that we all think that we know and revealing the real people involved with it right but that's fair i I feel like when I watched the hour plus premiere, mm-hmm. I have already seen people rehabilitate Monica Lewinsky, including the Slow Burn podcast. Right, right. And I don't see a way to rehabilitate Paula, uh, not Paula Jones, uh, Linda, Tripp Linda Tripp based on mm-hmm. this episode and uh, characterization here. Uh, yes, that doesn't seem to be their mission. Fixing the Linda Tripp myth does not seem to be, or lack thereof of a myth, does not seem to be the goal of uh, this particular episode. She does so not come off think... great. She all. does not. No, no. So, right. Oh, first of all, we have to say Ryan Murphy is the producer. He did not write the scripts. Okay. Okay. Right. So and he does any not fault direct. that we find, and he does not, right. I don't think he directs, think but so. any fault that we find cannot be attributed to Ryan Murphy okay. writing the scripts. Unlike okay. Halston, where he came in, he purchased a show that was written and then came in and added a bunch of stuff and added his name to the uh, byline. Got it. Okay. That's interesting. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another episode. Stay on track, Mark. I'm sorry. I have a lot to say about <laughs> Ryan Murphy shows, but let's not consider okay. this a Ryan Murphy series. Understand. Uh, so Sarah Paulson plays Linda Tripp. Mm-hmm. And oh, also she... listeners, um, just I'm sure that this is obvious by now, but um, you should probably watch this episode before you listen to um, this episode because uh, we are just going to flat out talk about it and spoil everything. So full disclosure, here we go. Go ahead. Also, Please proceed. Uh, it happened. You should probably know. Yeah. You should know what happened. I like I'm we're not gonna go back in time and explain to you like and Bill Clinton was recently elected president. We're not doing that. That's not, we're not this, doing that's that. not what this is. No, no. So okay. Sarah Paulson plays Linda Tripp, and yes. I love Sarah Paulson, and Same. she got an Emmy for playing Marsha uh I almost said Marsha Gay Harden. Not correct. <clears throat> Marsha Clark. Anyway. Yes, yes. And this performance for me is just buck teeth a wig and shoulder pads. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't, I, she doesn't, and not that you want Sarah Paulson to come through. You want Linda Tripp to come through, but I don't, I don't see much of a performance thus far um, from her. I, I just, you know, I, I want her to like be more in shine. And I think, but I also think that the character and how they're framing it is just bitch. And like, Okay, like not a whole lot of substance. You don't feel so sorry for her because they don't dive into like any of her personal story yet or anything like that. So it's not like she's has a troubled home life other than like she's alone, but she has a but kid. But she also or has kids. Yeah, yeah. So it's very, I'm very, I, I'm like, I, I, they're not building up a whole lot of um, empathy for her. So it's hard. So she's just coming off as like this crazy backstabbing bitch that just wants her own like, book deal or like people to know who she is 
And I don't know, I mean, I don't know enough about Linda Tripp to speak to this, but if you, if one were looking to rehabilitate the women who sure. got caught up right. in which was, this. Which was how this, this was billed to everyone. It was like, we're going to, Absolutely. this is from the view of the women who were involved. And I'm like, okay, so, but so then, far, the women aren't looking show great. Me, <laughs> show me more about how she was in civil service for decades and then right. got shunted out of the White House because no one liked her. And right. she's like a pushy woman that yeah. we would never describe a man as pushy. And right. so she gets shunted off to one side. Give right. me and that. Also, but instead, and also you just don't so, give... we're so aggressive. Well, yeah. And you're, and they give also you all sounds of problematic. that. You know, no, no, no. But you, they give you that because of, of the way it's written or whatever. They give you that whole thing and her yelling at another woman as she stomps out. And I'm like, okay, that's not like, at least, at least have her yelling at a man or at least have her, you know, just venting to a girlfriend or something. But instead she, it's shown as her yelling at her rival and saying, I'm going to come for you. And it's a big cat fight. And like that, I'm like, Ugh. well, and I guess, I mean, look, if that's, if that's the way that it went down, I don't need to Fair. see that's every, true. every villain, every pop culture villain sure. redeemed. I don't need sure. Maleficent. That's very true. Sometimes. No. Villains are just villains. And <laughs> if villains. Linda Tripp is just a villain, then fine. fine. But that is not yeah. what I was sold when I Correct. tuned in to watch. Very true. Very true. That was, I, I totally agree with you on that. As soon as that episode ended, I was like, okay, that's not necessarily what, you know, I, I, the, the way it was presented was led me to believe that we were going to redeem all of these women, but maybe I just read into that too much. Maybe we're redeeming other women. I don't know. So the one that they're really pushing to redeem is Paula Jones. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, it's very interesting to watch Annalie Ashford, who has a Tony award. She's on a CBS sitcom right now called Be Positive. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of theater. She did uh, a long stint on Masters of Sex, which nobody mm -hmm. watched past season one. Yeah. So uh, and she's playing Paula Jones. And again, that mm -hmm. performance is a heaven high wig and an, <laughs> an Arkansas accent as broad as a four lane black tall. <laughs> she could be from Arkansas. She could be from Tennessee. She could be from Kentucky. She's, she could be from Georgia. You don't know. You should, she, any of the southern um, states, just pick one. She is from Southern State, USA, <laughs> by way of Hollywood. But they live in Brentwood or something? Not no, even Brentwood. She's, she's by the still beach. in Arkansas. No, but, no, I think they live in California at that point. She's moved no, out of town. No. Yes, yes. Oh, no, really? when this, yes, when this drops, she's living in California. And she then, but she gets all upset because everybody back in Arkansas, and I only know that because I re-listened to Slow Burn on, on Time and a Half. So I'm through like Thank four God. episodes. Of, yeah, I'm back through four episodes of Slow Burn um, just to brush up. And um, and so, no, she's in California and this article comes out and her friend calls her and says, have you seen the article? And she's like, no. And in Slow Burn, there's nothing about her husband other than until the press conference. They don't mention her husband. So this whole scene about her husband being so aggressive and that whole thing was not, at least not in the slow burn episode. So I don't know much about that. That may be trying part of the redeeming Paula Jones thing, but um, she, yeah. So her friend calls her and is like, have you seen the article? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's, she's like, well, you might want to take a look. And that's when she's like, everybody's going to read this and everybody in town is going to think I'm a slut and I can't have that because 
in, you know, Southern state USA, you can't, you know, have an affair when you're unmarried well, and you know, working or something, whatever. But also all she wants is an apology and to get her husband on designing women. Yeah. I have no idea where that came from. And I hope that that's accurate because that's insane. Insane. I really hope this is accurate for many reasons, so but particularly reasons. if you're, and if you're just trying to make it seem like she was being manipulated by her husband, sure, be more be subtle better? about it. <laughs> and also, so this is going to be a sticking point, I think, throughout this entire okay. series. Which God help us, we're going to do one of these a week, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, stick, stick with us. Don't worry, we'll give you a regular episode too. <laughs> too. I do not want to see redeeming women by making them uncomfortable with conservatives. Oh, that's fair. So there's the moment when they're walking through the booths at CPAC and her husband is so excited about all of the anti-Clinton merch and she's looking super uh, wary about his reaction. And it's like, you know, she she can be a victim and a Republican. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. That's true. We don't need to make this... um, so so partisan right sorry i keep knocking my camera um but no you're right we don't need to make this so partisan like they're bringing so as opposed to slow burn that brings in sort of the partisanship through um other characters there were a lot of characters in this first episode too that were left out thus far and they may be coming in later but um in the in the podcast, which it's it's seeming to follow the same chronological storytelling timeline as the podcast, so I don't know if yeah. that influence. But um, n- next episode will be how they met. You're welcome. Um, so <laughs> sorry, um, but yeah. So they there are a couple like political operatives that become heavily invested in this, and that's kind of where the politics comes into it of how they're using people like Paula Jones. And Monica Lewinsky to forward their own goals, not just Paula Jones and her husband being Republicans and like her being uncomfortable with it. You know, it's like that. It, so it seems it's a little surfacey at this point. I'm really hoping that they build in these other characters and make it come come through. But right now, a lot of that is is a little um, surfacey, in my opinion, as far as like, oh, I just don't. And Paula Jones is like the or not Paula Jones. Linda Tripp is of like a she's mad because she's really a Republican. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> like, you, so you served for Reagan and Bush, but now this Clinton asshole is an asshole. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him. Yeah. And I'm Which like, oh, wait, pretty, like, like, it's pretty typical that if you served in another party's White House, you probably will not remain in the West correct. Wing for the new president. Yes, very typical. Very typical. Even if it but is I Republican say, Republican. But yes, getting back, getting back into the political operatives who were behind the scenes pulling strings. I did really love Colby Smolders as and culture. Mm. Oh, my gosh. She was just amazing. Bony arms and deep voice. Just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's get them a little, you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was a great and culture. I totally agree. Totally agree. But I, I want to go back to okay. Paula Jones at the press conference because. Yes. Uh, I read something where uh, Emily Ashford was talking about how when you watch the original footage, which I cannot find on YouTube, by the way, okay. when you watch the original footage of the press conference, you can see how uncomfortable she is by the questions these guys are asking right. and all the comments that people are making about her. And for the most part, the questions they were asking seemed forward, but legitimate. 
you're accusing the president of right. the United States of doing something, but you won't specify what it is. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where the way that, that her story develops, um, you, you get this sense that she, she's only giving people as much information as they need as a bottom line to maybe believe her, but she's not coming out to tell her story. It's not like, here's my story. I'll tell you what happened. It's like, well, something bad happened, but I don't really want to tell you. And I'm like, well, it kind of comes with the territory. Like you, people are going to want to know if you accuse someone of sure. If it's sexual harassment, you're like, look, it was inappropriate and that's it. Full stop. But they keep leaving this door open to the, the salacious details. And if you keep doing that, then of course they're going to ask you those questions. Like what happened is a legitimate question to ask. If you say something bad happened. Yes. And I'm going to contradict myself a little bit because that could also be leading up to the ways that she was manipulated by the operatives. Very true. Very true. She just wants an apology. All of a sudden she's speaking at a DC convention. She's fielding requests from interviewers. She's totally unprepared for all of this. Yes. And I'm curious to see how the rest of her story plays out because that's, that's kind of the one that gets forgotten. Very true. Very true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's a name, but she's, and I think that she gets dismissed a lot because she's from Arkansas and she has an accent and she did not wear a gap dress and work in the white house. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. There is that, there is that absolute stereotype that floated around Washington at the time. Um, and, and I'm sure still does to this day that, you know, from, if you come from Arkansas, you're, you're trailer trash. And there was absolutely that floating around in the nineties. It was absolutely that floating around the white house when the Clintons came. I don't know why Texas is okay, but Arkansas is not don't know how the Bushes got away with it, but whatever, or Georgia uh, or Texas. Anything. It's because Texas has made Arkansas. It's New Jersey. <laughs> You're Growing right. up in Texas, everyone was like, oh, my God, he oh, looks Arkansas. so trashy. What are you, from Arkansas? <laughs> There's nothing Got worse. Okay. There's nothing okay. worse than being from Arkansas if you're in Texas. Okay. okay. Is that what Georgia did to, like, Alabama? Or does that or is Louisiana? Which one's next? I think Louisiana. Alabama did it to itself. <laughs> I think, I mean, I actually think that Arkansas was in the 90s what Florida is now. Okay. Okay. Sure. I think that was the perception of Arkansas in the nineties. Got it. Got it. They were these crazy. Yeah. But I guess, but also they were really blue. Weren't those in the state or really? Well, I guess not. Maybe just the Clintons. Anyway. I mean, didn't. Yeah. No, it was Louisiana. I was going to say, didn't David Duke run for governor? But that was Louisiana. <laughs> Never mind. Was, anyway. Um, mm. Mm, that was in <laughs> speaking of slope. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, so I think I think that that's very interesting. There was absolutely that undertone of where she came from, and that made her something that made her less than and less believable, less credible, more you know all that victim blaming kind of awfulness that that happens. And I think that that is you know even in the press conference they do do a good job of saying like oh my god I can't believe they asked that question. But um, and I hope now we would never ask that question. But the when the when the um, it's it's one thing to ask. <clears throat> excuse me, what, you know, what happened? But when they start asking, well, what did you expect? Why did you go up yes. there? Yes. And I'm like, 
She's like, well, I just thought he wanted to see me and maybe he'd give me a job. And they were like in a private hotel room. What, you know, they were just making her seem stupid. And it's like, that's not, you should be able to have a meeting with someone in a hotel room, Harvey Weinstein. But, but you know, <laughs> that's exactly what people were asking the women who accused Harvey Weinstein. Very true. No, very. Uh, that's a good point. So maybe now, now <laughs> we won't ask that. Probably not. Oh, Highly unlikely. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, uh, but so, yeah, I thought that was a very like eek moment where um, that they did a good job with where you do because you do get some. I think with Paula Jones as a as a Paul, opposed to Linda Tripp, you do they do build up some empathy for her of like she just wants yes. an apology. Like, I just wanted to say he's sorry. And I, it didn't even and seem this, like she wanted him to say it publicly. Like, I think she just wanted no. a phone call. Like, And it just, I mean, Ann Coulter gets involved. Mm-hmm. And then these other lawyers and everything in the, in the lawsuit. And it's just like, you can see how they're, you know, they're not representing her. They're, they're not looking out for what she wants. They're mostly just trying to get to Clinton. And yes, and that she's absolutely upon. She's absolutely upon, you know. And I think that, um, and she keeps, she's sort of the pawn that just like just keeps growing, like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, and I agree with you. I think her story is going to linger through the, the whole podcast as far as where does all this come from, right? Because we, the whole we series, think about they it. have a TV series, we have a podcast. Ooh, sorry, oh, whoops. <laughs> We're the only one that matters. It's just us. It's true. <clears throat> it's true. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's where I think the series will will hopefully take that because it's just I think it's always good to get back to, you know, where did it come from and then how did it blow up and get bigger than it really was. And I think that's yes. always the thing about this particular scandal that always shocks me. Of I'm like, how did this become such a big deal? And it was it didn't become a big deal until actually like five years later than where we are in the TV series now. Like this all came out and then nothing happens for five years. And I'm like- I actually want to bring up another thing about that press conference because uh, everybody suddenly cares about blowjobs five years later. Oh my God. And I wonder, it feels like it was written for the script and I'm going to bring up something else about the script that really bothered Mm me. But the moment when- Paula Jones asked her attorney, what the lady Oh, yeah. Felt so heavy-handed and needlessly mean to her. Like, whether or not Paula Jones in that moment knew what Felicia was, unless that actually happened, then you were just laying it on so thick. Yeah, that's true. Unless I would like to know, like, Paula Jones, if that's her recounting of it if she's like i was so naive that i had to ask my lawyer at this press conference like great but give me that interview yes like give me that like yes. lay that in ahead of time before but the i don't like, but i, don't, I don't trust that i don't trust the show for one very big reason and i okay. took a video of it and i sent you the scene earlier when That's- linda tripp gets shunted into her cubicle and has a phone call a personal call and her co-worker glances over her and she hangs up and goes don't listen in on my personal calls. It is wildly inappropriate. It's like, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? Because she, okay. So Linda yeah. Tripp later recorded mm-hmm. her personal phone calls with oh, Monica Lewinsky and right. played them for everyone. So that's right. 
it's very ironic in that moment. Did you get it? Did Did you get it? Do you think are they foreshadowing? It? Are they foreshadowing? I no. also like they did lay they did lay on really heavy this whole like backstabbing conniving thing, and then you and then in the opening scene, which I do love that they left this in when she's when Monica's with the FBI agents and they say get her out of the room. They're referring to um, Linda Tripp, and she goes no. I want the conniving bitch to listen to everything or like listen to what she's done to me. And I was like, hell yeah. And that's where, and that's where I'm glad they left that in because that is Monica's retelling of it. And, and you, you, and the thing, the thing about it is, is they did reveal in this first episode that she'd had it done to her. So how do you, I'm like, that just makes it in my opinion, worse. It's like, you know how that feels. And all of a sudden now you're going to plan to do it so you can write a book. Yes. Like, what? Yes. Well, yeah, I think that that is. Linda Tripp moment that I think that cubicle moment pisses me off because it feels so wink, wink, nudge, nudge yeah. to the audience of uh -huh. like, hey, so you know how this story goes. And isn't it funny? Like she would get upset about this. Right. <laughs> you Aren't know we so story. clever? You're like, God, yeah, we do. Shut the Come fuck on. up. <laughs> Uh, I did like the Monica Lewinsky moment. I'm not surprised that they included it because she is an executive She's producer on this. Yeah. yeah, 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 which I was happy to see. And it felt very Jackie Kennedy in her blood-spattered faux Chanel suit. Let the country see what they've done to Jack. Yes. Oh, Jackie Kennedy. Because <laughs> my Natalie Portman is Jackie Kennedy. Jackie Oscar Kennedy. nominated. <laughs> nominated. Okay. I never forget year. that wasn't yeah. a that wasn't a real Chanel suit. That was a knockoff, an American knockoff, because she could only wear she American right. clothes as first lady. Not wear Chanel. Correct. Correct. No, it's French. <laughs> no. Also yeah. a Nazi collaborator, but we don't talk about that anymore. Whatever. Minor details. Podcast. Yep. <laughs> the European version. <laughs> we decide one country, Mark. One country. Well, well, we can only we can barely handle this one, let alone so all of Europe. Uh, so. I guess before we wrap up, we have to talk about Monica Lewinsky. Yes. Who's barely in this episode, which I was thrilled by. I was like, I don't, I want this to be a much broader story than just yes. the retelling of what happened with her. Correct. And I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if it's the performance. I don't know if it's a combination of all of it, but she might as well have cartoon birds helping her get dressed. She seems like she's in such a Disney fairy tale where She's having a, like a rough, go it seems like the beginning of a month of a romantic comedy where she's like having a little bit of a rough go, but she just made a new gal pal. Yeah. And in the movie, like Molly Shannon would play that gal pal and she's met a really great guy and they're going to have some complications. And I don't know if that's, I, I don't think that that was intentional. I think that that is just an unfortunate outcome of the way that it was handled, but that's all of her scenes just feel very, I'm a young ingenue just blowing into town and all my dreams are going to come true. And maybe that is supposed to make the eventual out outcome more painful. But again, it's painful enough. You don't have to set me up to be disappointed later. I know how this <laughs> ends. Yes. I think that, um, I think that, that I think that they're going for, um, I think that they're going for innocent Monica. I think they got stereotypical Monica. I think they got what everybody characterized her as at the time. Um, a little overweight, insecure, 
new on t- new in town, young. Oh, me. Oh, my. Oh, I couldn't possibly. And that, in my opinion, was not her. She knew exactly what she was doing. It was very consensual and she was fucking fine with it. So go for it. And, and I think that, and I'm sure that she was insecure and I know that she was what, 22 years old, barely or yes. something like that. So I get that. And I, I just, um, you know, I look back at pictures of her now because everybody made so much fun of her at the time of her style and her this and her that and whatever. And I look back at pictures and I was like, okay, number one, she's not like that overweight, not something you can make no. fun of her. For. No. And I was like, and she's very pretty. And she is like super 90s. So I don't understand that whole thing. So to me, the perform, whether it's the performance of the writing or the costume or whatever, it is coming through a little caricature-y. And that's where I'm a little, I'm like, uh, are we just going to get the stereotypical Linda Tripp, the stereotypical Paula Jones and the stereotypical Monica Lewinsky, like walking through a set, you know, like I just, yes. I'm kind of like, come on guys, we can, we can do this. We can do this. So well, I'm, I think hopeful, that, but. I mean, your take on how they're making Monica appear physically is how mm-hmm. I feel about Linda Tripp, which is they're making yeah. Linda Tripp into a joke physically. It feels right. like that's that's what it is. It's like it's like it's it's too it's too much. Like like I know David but, Schwimmer was not whatever is um Robert Kardashian, Kardashian, but like they got yeah. away with it. Like they got they got away with yes. a little bit of like his hair, but they just did his hair. They didn't give him like then like they didn't mess with anything else. This one like with with Sarah Paulson like that wig and everything, like everything is just so in her face like her there's just nothing yeah. everything is bigger than it should be. And I'm not but sure why. I think so. I think there's a real problem if I watch a TV series in which uh, a middle-aged woman who's just trying to do her job and support <laughs> her country hears her boss tell her that he left her some M&Ms on his tray and he's just left a handful of scattered M&Ms next to his uneaten burger. And I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> I should feel very bad for this woman. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And I felt yeah. nothing. Yeah. Other than who eats M&Ms like that? Yeah. Also, for the record, it was a plate of M&Ms, not a box. You couldn't have found a plate. It was a plate. He liked a plate of M&Ms. That was his thing. Oh. It was also not oh. a treat. He did it all the time. Yeah. Wow. You're welcome. Look at you. Was yeah. she really the last one to see him alive? Um, uh, that must be accurate. But I don't I know. I'm so. trying to. I hope so because they. She's really riding that one out. The um, I don't remember. I'm trying to think. The Slowburn episode. They made it seem like he did it. From my memory, it seemed like he um. It wasn't like he left in the middle of the day. They made it seem like lunch. And he also killed himself in the car, which they don't, they make it seem like he got out of the car. He was definitely I in his vehicle. I also thought but, he did it at night. Yeah, that's that was my impression as well. Because I think, because everybody got the phone call at night that you needed to come back to the White House. So I don't believe, um, I don't believe it happened during the day. I believe he left work and, um, and, and did it be, instead of going home. I believe that is yeah. the accurate story, but I could be, I could be wrong. So, you know, don't, don't answer that Jeopardy question according to me. But also but, yeah. just to, to reiterate what our problem with this series is so far, 
I don't trust it to be telling the facts. <laughs> yeah, there is there is some of that, and I just and not that Slowburn did it perfectly, but I do trust them to do the research because it's more of a research based podcast. Um, yes, and and I think. But but the, I guess the thing with the te- with the TV series is there is so much source material. How could they not? Like, I mean, I get I get trying to make it like, more dramatic. I get to, trying yeah. to punch things, but the things that feel very false to me don't need to be there. Right, right. They're not helping the the storyline. And I just, I mean, maybe, and maybe all of these things did happen. Maybe Paula Jones did ask what Felicia was in the middle of her press conference in front of the reporters. Maybe. Maybe. But the fact that I don't trust that this show knows what it's saying, the fact that I don't trust that this show is telling me the truth and isn't just inventing things just to make things more dramatic or to make people fit into the box that they want to desperately cram these characters into right, to fulfill their right. own agenda. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. This, this show feels very much like we have an agenda. <laughs> if you'd like to see what our agenda is, keep on watching. Yeah. I think um, it is seeming, it is seeming thus far um, very, very telling the story that we already know. Um, not trying to dig deeper into the characters at this point whatsoever and, and trying to get to like why they did what they did and what the background is and, you know, just bringing them, um, you know, more, more substance. I I'm, I'm very curious to see if they can build that out. The other thing that makes me suspicious is there should be some sort of disclaimer up front. And unless I wasn't paying attention, there was not. There should be like this, these events are based on true stories, blah, blah, blah. But some events might have been changed, or this is based on a true story. Like full stop. Yeah, it's right? true. I don't remember, but also I wasn't super excited to be watching this at 9 a.m. So <laughs> I very much could have just missed that moment. That's true. Who can say? That's true. Same, same. So yeah, I think look, I um I'm excited that this is getting covered. I am excited that Monica is involved. I think this is one of the only things that she's been um, directly involved in. So I do have hope in that, but um, we'll see. We'll see with episode two of how they carry this forward because they've got some splaining to do. Yeah, I'm curious. I can't wait to see the Clintons. Well, we got a glimpse of Hillary, and apparently she is not friendly in the bathroom and likes to use the public bathroom instead of a private bathroom. God forbid. <gasps> Barbara Bush would rather <laughs> catheterize herself. Okay. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that says about Mrs. Bush. Maybe, I don't know. Like, and the fact that that was our introduction to Linda Tripp just really set up the character. Like, I don't want to yes. root for you. Yes. 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 But whatever. Who knows so who I'm, we'll end up rooting for. I know. So true. Maybe that's the mystery. Who's going to win this?